0: Hope everybody's doing well today and this is your unimpressed podcast and we have zuska Light on the show today. She is a professional fitness coach and I am unimpressed that she has not done any activities for me because I need to get in shape as well. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today?
1: Hi, John. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, everyone. Hope you guys are doing well. How come you're not a gym member? I'm unimpressed by that too. <laughs>
0: A Z gym (laughs) member. Hey, I'll check that out. I see you don't play around much. You're pretty solid. Do you do this every day?
1: Yeah, I pretty much have been consistent for the past, I would say, 14 years.
0: Nice. And how many clients do you have?
1: I have about four clients that I work with on a, like a one-on-one kind of thing. And then members that are in Z-Gym, we have a couple thousand.
0: And when you say Z-Gym, how does that business work? And tell me a little bit about that model. So
1: it's an online subscription club so that people can work out from the comfort of their own home. They pay twelve ninety five a month. That's the subscription. And what they get for that is an archive of my work. I have over 1300 workouts now in the Z-Gym. I have several guided workout programs for different goals and different needs. Then we have a weekly workout schedule for beginners, intermediates and advanced so that anyone can come to ZGen and basically just do the workout for the day. The guesswork is completely removed so that you don't have to, you know, come up with like, what do I do today? It's just like today we're doing this workout and you just pick your fitness level. And then we have a lot of mobility routines, mobility, mob therapy routines and postural therapy routines, because I'm really big into resolving pain because a lot of people are in pain. Actually, I don't know anybody who wouldn't be in some kind of pain. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm focusing on that a lot as well. And we're focusing also on some mindset challenges as well, as, as well as exercise challenges. So it's I'm trying to make it kind of like a, you know, like nicely holistic kind of approach to everything.
0: Do You have some quotes online. Those were your quotes that you did yourself or are you just trying to put a message out there?
1: Yeah. Some of them are uh, my own quotes. Some of them I just kind of borrowed or some of them I just reposted. those are just the reminders that I find incredibly helpful for myself. So whatever is helpful for me, I'm just sharing on Instagram.
0: Coming from the fitness world, what do you mean by addressing pain?
1: So, well, so let me ask you this, John, do you have any kind of pain that you're dealing uh, with? On a daily basis I,
0: don't have, I don't have, I don't have any, any kind of pain. I'm, I'm just wondering how you do that virtual.
1: I have to say that I have a great training that I've been through a great training through the Red Estate led by Dr. Kelly Starrett, who is basically, he's the pioneer in showing people how to take care of these kind of things at home. He's a doctor of physical therapy. He published a great book and I'm just plugging him in right now. He's really awesome at that. And he taught a lot of coaches, a lot of trainers like myself, how to help people even online and how people can help themselves at home with these issues when any kind of pain. Obviously, it doesn't resolve every single thing. You know, there are all kinds of reasons why people are in pain and sometimes you just have to go to doctor you have to go to chiropractor but a lot of the things that people are dealing with are completely resolvable if you just you know spend your attention on it every single day and then I have the postural therapy routines which are borrowed from the Egoscue method I don't know if you're familiar with Pete Egoscue but oh,
0: what is the guy?
1: Pete Egoscue. Pete He's an old school guy. He has a huge track record of helping people with all kinds of things from arthritis to, I don't know what, like everything. His thing really works. He's like kind of like a savant in, in like the postural therapy and his thing really works. It's a little co- time consuming. The the routines are, are like longer. Nowadays, you know, people are so impatient. They want the results right away. So it's it's all about just consistency and sticking with it and putting the time into it.
0: What is your personal daily discipline?
1: So when I wake up in the morning, I have to ride away because I had been dealing with the lower back pain myself. You know, it's been getting better, but it's when I'm not consistent with it, it's just my body tends to default into this crooked kind of shape because I've been dealing with scoliosis since I was a little kid. So my body has this stupid default. I sit like this. I don't sit like straight. I should be like this, but I immediately go into this relaxed position and I'm capable of spending like an hour in this position and that's uh-huh. what ruins my back. So I do that a lot. So then I have to, you know, reverse the effect of that. So usually in the morning I spent on my mobility and on my postural therapy exercises. And then sometimes I go directly into shooting videos for either for ZJM or for Instagram, for social media. Usually that takes me until the afternoon. Then I, I do a lot of studying every day. I study for my coaching or study for uh, you know, just just learning new things about fitness and nutrition.
0: How do you come up with new stuff creatively in the fitness world? It
1: will never end. I feel I've been doing this for fourteen years. I've always had something new that I I could share. Always, I feel like it's you know there is no end to what you can share, what you can improve, and what new you can come up with. Obviously, I constantly keep an eye out what's going on, what's happening new. There are some brilliant people out there that always come up with at least a, like a little piece of information that's kind of like fits into that entire puzzle. Because,
0: you know, the way you introduce yourself as far as your videos, it seems like you have so many different levels, you know, from intermediate to specialist, whatever they may be. To have multiple levels, I mean, that takes somewhat of a major thought process and being able to organize that.
1: I don't know. Like these things kind of like come naturally to me. That to me is not like a big deal to come up with different levels. There are other things that might be a little bit more challenging. Actually, the most challenging thing for me is when I shoot videos when I have to do it on my own. is the technical part that where, I, where I'm where i struggling. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> so gotcha. The camera,
1: all the lights and everything, I'm just not super great at that.
0: Well, I mean, a lot of fitness coaches and people I've noticed, they have one track. So I don't know, that was just something that kind of jumped out at me that you have videos for many levels that people could watch. That's a big deal. I mean, it's something for everybody, you know?
1: It actually has developed over time because I started with workouts that were just for me. Like, I started sharing... Just just what I do, my workouts. And people would leave me comments and they would like give me feedback and telling me, you know, Zuska, like your workouts are great, but a lot of them I can't do. They're too advanced. I need something a little bit easier. So then I started doing easier workouts and then beginner workouts. And it kind of like developed into this intermediate beginners and, and all that stuff so that everyone can really do these workouts. Now I have a lot of ZG members that started as beginners with me and now they're so advance they're doing all of my challenges everything that I do they do and a lot of them they're even lifting heavier weights than me and they're you know girls that are incredibly strong because of Z gym because of their consistency with the with the training
0: how long have you been building your business
1: started in the late 2014 that's when cool. we launched Z gym before that, I had a YouTube channel that was quite popular. It was called Body Rock TV. That didn't end up very well. <laughs>
0: <for me. laughs> wow, What What happened <laughs> with that? Was that fitness or something else?
1: It was fitness. We had insane a number, like 300 million views on that YouTube channel. It was actually what brought me to LA because I got offers in LA to work with a production company on some DVDs and fitness DVDs and stuff like that. That actually brought me to great opportunities. I had it with my ex-husband who when we broke up, he just cut me off from everything. And I had to start from zero. I had to start from the beginning. I built it all up again and I'm very happy where I'm at now. So it's all good.
0: Where are you at? Big Bear? It looks like you're in Big Bear <laughs> Mountain up there with that backdrop.
1: Yeah, right? Huh? No, actually we're in Tahoe. Really, Lake Tahoe. Nah, oh, yeah. okay.
0: You go to LA a lot or?
1: No, I I don't really like to go to LA. I have friends in LA that I need to visit soon, but I just I don't like to go to LA. We, we I live Lived there for like eight years, and I just wanted to get out of there. So in 2019, we actually made the decision and moved here to Tahoe, and I'm super happy here. It's just so mellow and beautiful, and no traffic. You know, yeah, this is great.
0: I see you rubbing your necklace. What's going on with oh, that? This? Yeah, I'll tell you a story behind mine. I do the same thing. So what is what's up with that? Is that no, just a nervous habit, good. or what does that stone do there?
1: Yeah, that's a that, now that's you know it's my energy stone.
0: <laughs> your energy stone. Are you are you getting energy?
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I saw you rubbing the stone. I said, I got to talk about mine. I, this is a Moldavite, right? And it's a meteor that actually hit the Czech Republic 15 million years ago. Are you so kidding?
1: This, check where it did out. You get that?
0: I got it in uh, New York, in Brooklyn.
1: They're lying. Don't, no. Where you get?
0: <laughs> I got it in Brooklyn. Moldavite stone. It's it's the holy grail of all stones. This helps you communicate with the other side. I'm serious.
1: Can I get it in Brooklyn too when I go to Brooklyn? Can I get one?
0: What was weird is, and I've told this story before, I've been looking for a necklace and I'm somewhat a spiritual person. I was looking, looking, and then I went into this guy's store and there were probably 5,000 stones in this store, right? And I looked around and this one, for some reason, it was drawn to me. And that was the first one I picked up. I went looking around more and more stones and I went back to this one when I found out what it was and we did a ceremony and so forth. I cleansed it and very big believer in stones. Mm-hmm. So it's uh check it out. motivate.
1: I will check it
0: out. What is yours called? You have there. This yeah. one is
1: Swarovski crystal.
0: <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> Oh, nice. Do you have kids up there in Lake Tahoe?
1: I don't have kids. I have two dogs. I have a cat and two horses.
0: Two horses. Well, and because I saw you taking photos. Was that water cold? Because it looked like there was snow on the ground.
1: Yes, yes. I do cold dips in the lake. I started with cold showers. Have you tried it ever? Have I've I've kitchen?
0: done the Russian bathhouse. You know the hot cold type of deal. Yes, yep. I have done that. So
1: you know how refreshing that is, and like yes, you energy and stuff. But
0: how how do you uh, find the hot? Where do you go hot to cold if you're just in the cold lake?
1: You just. Don't <laughs> <see it. laughs> There's no hot and cold. There's just cold and less cold.
0: (laughs) Okay, cold and less cold. What does that actually do for your body?
1: It's like a positive stress for your body. It really helps with chronic stress. We're all constantly stressing about work. We're stressing uh, about family issues. We're stressing about, you know, money, all that stuff. It's creating chronic stress, which increases inflammation, increases pain and, and suppresses our immune system. So one of the good ways to battle it or to reverse the effect of the chronic stress is to apply some active or acute stress, some controlled stress. So the cold showers or the cold plunges are really great for it because it's helping you to develop this resilience to stress. And the cold plunges are great for decreasing inflammation and increasing your immune system or boosting your immune system and increasing metabolism. Great for your skin. It builds your willpower in a way as well.
0: How many times would you recommend doing that a month?
1: What I do is that I take cold showers every day. That's something that everyone can do at home. And you know, you can start with as little as 10 seconds in a cold shower. That's how I started because I was somebody who was, I couldn't stand cold. Cold to me was the equivalent of pain. I felt like a physical pain when I was cold. So I decided that I need to do something about it. I need to build up that resilience. So I started with cold shower, started with 10 seconds of cold shower. Then I increased it slowly Slowly, gradually until now I'm doing three minutes of cold shower. You know, about once a week. If you can do once a week some cold lunch, if you have the option. If you don't have the option, then the cold showers are perfectly fine. Go for three minutes of cold shower. But if you have the option, go once a week, go to take a plunge into a lake. But I gotta tell you, that lake is so cold and it's so miserable when you go there in the winter. <laughs> it's like no way I can stand three minutes in that lake. So it's usually like I count to 20 and then I get out and then I go Again and concentrate and get out and I do that like three times.
0: I do the infrared sauna. I try to do it about three times a week. Do you do the infrared at all?
1: You know, I do infrared. I have this thing. I don't know if you can see it over there. I'm just going to point right at. Do you see that little okay. thing? Okay, that's the juve, and that's that kind of gives me that infrared light. And I do that for i just do it like for my face or for my back. And I do that like.
0: What do you think you're getting out of that?
1: I believe it's really helping with my skin. I because I can see the difference. Yeah, I really see the difference. Like I. Have have little uh, like wrinkles on my forehead and around here which you can't see because I have great lighting right now but I do have them and when I do that red light and I do that for like 20 minutes if I stick with it every single day I can see how the skin is just like it's getting tighter.
0: Well you have great skin I mean obviously.
1: Yeah and then I do
0: obviously. (laughs) 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 See this is a good conversation. You wouldn't think you'd be talking about freezing in a lake right? Being a benefit for your body you know these are things people don't know that they could do, you know, they're saying, hey, I can't do anything, especially with the pandemic going on. And, and speaking of the pandemic, has the pandemic affected you in any way and, you, and your family?
1: My life hasn't really changed that much because I typically don't leave my house that much anyways, because I work from home. So here's I have everything I need at home, you know, and we live in Tahoe in the mountains. So we're just kind of like, you know, secluded from everybody anyways. So now it, it hasn't affected me or, or my family really at all.
0: How about the ski slopes or the casinos?
1: There are some restrictions in the ski resorts, which I don't understand, really, in my opinion. It's a little bit like an overkill because restaurants are open, yet we cannot go into the chalet and eat. That doesn't make sense to me. It seems like it's the same thing.
0: Well, here are what they make you do. You have to have a mask. You always Mm -hmm. have to have a mask and you have to have a mask while you're walking around. But you can go to a restaurant as long as you have the mask on, right? And you walk to your table and you can take the mask
1: off oh. so what's the point like all of these rules don't make any sense have you seen what's going on in florida i have not so they're not wearing masks anymore in florida they seem like they're like a lot of rebels in florida they just decided they're they're not gonna do anything they open everything up and the numbers are exactly the same as in california yeah so it shows that all of these things that we're doing here in like nevada california and other states trying to prevent COVID from spreading it's actually it seems like it's not working it's Seems like it's the same. In Czech Republic, they already admitted that wearing masks doesn't work. So now yeah. they're making people wear two masks.
0: Two masks? Why is that? Yeah.
1: So if one mask doesn't work, maybe the hope is that two masks will work. But like you're yeah. saying, like it doesn't make sense. So I wear two masks, I go to a restaurant, wear two masks. As soon as I sit down, I can take them off and voila. Like
0: remember Doctor Evil? He had the had the pinky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like, is there a Dr. Evil somewhere in the world? This is, hey, we're going to make them wear two masks instead of one. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Think about it. Who's putting this information out there? You know what I'm saying?
1: Let's watch them chase their own tails for
0: a while. Well, and you talk about the restaurant thing. One of my comedians, he said, yeah, he said this restaurant thing is about like going and peeing in the corner of the pool. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) When you're in the pool with 20 people, you're basically going to the corner of the pool and you pee in the corner of the pool. I mean, that's basically what this is. Well, you're very, very fortunate, you know, I think with what you do and uh, being able to spread fitness to the world. And uh, do you have any back end people to help you out with this stuff or you do all this stuff yourself?
1: Oh, no, I have people that are helping me. For sure. I have my team of people and I don't know how I would do it ever myself because that's a lot of work. And just coming up with the content and all that stuff, trying to keep up with the social media, that alone is like a full-time job. So you definitely need help with the back end of the website.
0: Yeah, it's hours and hours of the day. It is a time-consuming thing if you're out there and you do want to start a business and you you want to follow the lead of, we'll call her Z and her Z Gym Fitness Program. Um, What are your goals in the next three to five years? Is there anything that you want to do differently? You want to stay the course? You love where you're at?
1: You know what? I do love where I'm at. I would like to grow Z-Gym, get more members on board. And I would also like to create more content for them. So that Z-Gym is kind of like a one-stop shop for all around fitness. Whether you want to get really strong or whether you want to get strength, endurance or cardio or mobility, that Z-Gym offers everything. You know, I love being a life coach and I'm studying hypnotherapy. I would like to create a program for people that they can do online because the hypnotherapy is actually really great for even online coaching.
0: Can you read people very well?
1: Not unless I have a conversation with them.
0: (laughs) What do you read from me right now?
1: You like dad jokes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The life coaching thing is that's an interesting thing. Years ago, I went and had a couple sessions with a life coach. What is the thought process and makeup of that person that's going to try to help someone's life. Where does your seed come from, your passion come from?
1: I think it comes from the place of like people's personal struggles. I think most coaches are people who struggled in some way in the past and got out of it. And now they want to share it and help other people. I struggled with a lot of anxiety in the past and it was really hard to get out of it. And when I got a coach, then that helped me a lot. And over time I got out of it and now I'm in good place. It was very, very challenging and a lot of people are suffering from anxiety or depression or, you know, just situational depressions and stuff and they can be helped. They just, I feel like we do need other people to help us.
0: They got to want it. I think it's up to them first. It's interesting you mentioned that. That's one thing I've tried to bring up in pretty much every show is this anxiety problem in America because I see it all the time in younger people. There's a lot of different scenarios. I talk about your environment pressure, your food pressures, you know, what your curriculum is in school and and the information you're receiving online, I think has created this huge pressure on the younger generation. If there's a kid out there who has this anxiety, how did you approach yours to say, hey, I want to see if I can fix this?
1: The first thing that I did, I went to regular talk therapy and I went through like at least three therapists and it, I noticed that over the year, I, it was actually years that I was going through, through this therapy and it wasn't helping. And every time I went to do that talk therapy, I felt like I was worse, not better because basically what I was doing, I was reliving all of the things that made me feel anxiety because I was talking about it so much. I was basically reliving it and even reinforcing all those emotions again, over and over again. Marissa pierre Marisa, Peer, Marisa Peer is a hypnotherapist she says would you go to a doctor with broken arm to talk about the pain (laughs) or would you want them to fix it right so that's how i feel like i would i would go there and just talk about the pain and but nothing was getting fixed then actually the first thing that helped me was a hypnotherapy session because it was working with my subconscious so it was like logically i could tell what I need. Logically, I could tell, okay, this is what I need to do, but it's not easy to do. It's like, it's not easy to switch your feelings and change everything. So you need to work with the subconscious. So that helped me initially. And then I got a life coach and then I was hooked on life coaching. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Different just to gain a different perspective from another person can be life-changing. So that's what I really loved about it.
0: Well, I think consciousness is somewhat of a key word there because I think you can tap into that a lot of different ways depending on the personality. I did it the fast way. I did an ayahuasca ceremony. Oh no, did you? You You know, I guess the way to explain it is like uh, cracking open an egg. You know, your depression and your anxieties and all these things do not seem like they're that big of a deal when your consciousness realizes that there's a big universe out there and there's so much we don't know. I think we Mm -hmm. perpetuate somewhat of these smaller things in life that become an ingrained gospel and that's, where we think we have to stop mentally, right? But there's so much more to get past that stoppage. I think it's about stoppage in the mind, you know? And I think if you can open up your mind the right way, whether it's a life coach, whether it's a, ayahuasca ceremony or whatever it is, I think that's the key to tapping into, you know, fixing a lot of these things in the world. And I'm not a doctor. I have no idea. I'm just talking about personal experience and listening to what you're telling me. So it makes a lot of sense.
1: So did it change a lot for you when you came back? Or did you have a different approach to life?
0: It made me see things a lot differently. You know, I think I had a lot of tunnel vision before compared to after it enabled me to see so much more. I didn't have any limitations after that. It's kind of crazy. I was talking to a spiritual Spiritual advisor, Till Swan, on one of our shows, she told me I was a physical intuitive and I don't think I would have been able to tap into those assets in my life. Which is very very interesting.
1: Super interesting.
0: Yeah. My buddy, mine, Eric Neese. He was on the very first Real World. People Magazine just did an article on him yesterday. They did a 30 year reunion of reality TV with MTV and Viacom and so forth. And we were talking about this type of thing probably 20 years ago, and we're still talking about it today. And it's still so far ahead of the curve. But you can see now, you know, some doctors are using these DMT therapies and and things like that for people who have some extreme issues. So I think it's coming to more light today. So Mm -hmm. we're trying to do something, try to show the world what it's all about and hopefully it works out. Have you ever had anybody talk about that? You know, Prague's somewhat of a spiritual place. Only place that wasn't bombed in World War II with the old history there and everything and it's very spiritual there.
1: I have not met any spiritually inclined people (laughs) in LA.
0: How about Prague?
1: You know, I left Prague when I was 29 and really, no. You know, all the spiritually inclined people that I've ever listened to or read about were online. I mean, I guess I'm very great for the internet because otherwise I would have never run into anything like that. I would have never read about anything like that or, you know, hear people talking about it. But I feel like it's more talked about definitely nowadays. And it's. I feel like it's very, very helpful.
0: Who do you like out there?
1: I like to listen to podcasts that talk about this stuff a lot about spirituality. One of my favorite is Aubrey Marcos because he always brings on interesting people. And he talks about spirituality a lot. You know, it's a young person that young, think 40 years old to me is young now. Hearing young people talking about this is it's great. It's inspiring. It's motivating.
0: And you said you had a little push from having the anxiety of stuff. Comedians, right? Yeah. Comedy comes from the darkest places, you know, so most great comedians have a very, very dark path. It seems like you have pushing your life such a positive way in so many different directions. Is there something you'd like to touch on to kind of tell people maybe what has pushed you there with? darkness in the past that created the anxiety
1: well what created my anxiety was that i was really so much attached to that business that i created the first business that i was so proud of and that i lost completely and i think it's kind of like an ego thing because it's like you attached all of your worth to something external. And when you lose it, it feels like death, like part of you has died. And it's really just about realizing that you have to find that worth within yourself. You know, I looked for it for years. It took me years to to see that worth within myself instead of in the external, but I'm still struggling with it. I'm still working through it because, you know, I still have this human experience where the ego is kind of overpowering my thinking my actions and all that stuff, and I, you know, I can realize it. I can, I can be aware of it, but it's hard sometimes to navigate that. You know,
0: yeah. I say you can't judge a book by its cover. You know, yeah. a lot of people don't know what other people are going through. I think that's a big dilemma today: is is other people not realizing what other people are going through? And then when you worry about what someone else may think about you or whatever, they're probably not thinking about you because you're worried about yourself while you're home. If you interact with somebody during the day. And I, I see uh-huh. this with people all the time. They may come home and they, if there was something said within those interactions, they may worry about the statements that are said within those interactions. But at the end of the day, they're not really worried about that person. We'll worry that that person's worried about us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Does that make a lot of sense? When nobody's thinking about anybody, we'll pick out a few things here and there to worry about. But in the end of the day, yeah. I ain't going home and worrying about five people that I saw during the day, unless I'd cussed them out or something.
1: And it's all just imagination. So like... You might be worried about what the person is thinking about. You're just making assumptions. You're basically just using imagination to make yourself feel bad. So isn't it better to use this imagination to think, to believe that the person thinks you're amazing?
0: (laughs) Then, yeah, then you create your own dialogue based on the perpetuation of assumptions. We'll rate them from 1 to ten. One is the low level. 10 is the high level of assumption. If you're at 10 in the high level of assumption, those people are trying to block every statement you say because of themselves. Does that make sense?
1: I have to be within the people themselves. I guess you get a lot of assumptions online on social media, right? People every time, you know, somebody posts something and people immediately, without knowing the whole picture, without even knowing that person, they make assumptions. I don't know where it comes from, from those people who make the assumptions. Maybe it's just incredible imagination (laughs) on their part or boredom more than anything else.
0: Social media is trying to understand behavioral patterns. So maybe in a way because they know your behavioral pattern right that's training the psyche of human beings the wrong way it's kind of parallel when you think about it right because it's affecting people's behavior in day to day you know and that's Mm -hmm. what social media is trying to do they're trying to predetermine how you're going to behave
1: that's a little dark You can look at it this way: maybe the social media are showing you where you need to let go and where you need to work on yourself. If somebody says something and it offends you, maybe you need to realize why am I offended by this? They're just sharing their own opinion. There's nothing to do with me. I feel like social media is just a tool, and it depends how we use it. Either either we can use it for our own benefits or our own destruction.
0: And do you take the two comments out of five hundred and focused on those? Because I tell my comedians i'm Hell like yeah. stay out the,
1: stay yeah. on the does comments <laughs> Who does so do that of course i do of course yeah. that one stupid comment is what's like starts bothering me I have to catch myself you know like I do catch myself but yes it's like a trigger and I think that's the human experience our brain likes to focus on the negative always there is could be 500 amazing positive loving comments and there is gonna be that one that will ruin your day it's so important to just realize that just to be aware of that 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 it's that's not you who's so upset about the comment. That's just your, you know, brain that was kind of programmed to be that way. Always look for danger. Always look for something, you know, that could somehow hurt you.
0: Fear society. It's all about fear. I think they raise you on fear. I mean, you get up in the morning and you set a damn alarm clock. Who wants to hear an alarm clock at damn 6 a.m.? You know, think about it. You know, you're starting out the day like with something pounding in your head. Right. And then you go through the day trying to get away. You know, you cuss out your boss when you walk in the door. Then the day goes downhill. You have a bad phone call with a family member. I mean, you're right. Perpetuation of negativity is is crazy. I did see on your Instagram, you had 760,000 followers. Do you monetize that at all outside of your videos with your Z Gym?
1: We have the subscription club and then we have the nice little meal plans on my website as well. So I have like four meal plans. We sell clothing, teas, free workout, post-workout, matcha blends.
0: The Instagram is your go-to promo tool or?
1: Yeah, I, I just enjoy it the most. You know, I, I do have Twitter. I never post anything on Twitter. And Facebook is kind of like, I'm still like, I'm kind of whatever I post on Instagram. I try to post on Facebook, but Facebook for me, I don't know. But Instagram is definitely where I focus the most because I, I just enjoy it the most.
0: We dove deep on a few things you probably didn't expect to talk about. And uh, yeah, I think that was some good information to see. Someone in your position, you—I mean, you're beautiful. I mean, you're in shape. You're solid. You know, you represent like what everybody wants to be. You know, really, I mean, you represent something that's really, really good. So I think you know, people seeing sometimes the other side of that and and what that person you know looks like compared to their everyday life. You know, I think there's relatability to that. It was a good conversation, and I don't know if there's anything else you want to mention before we go. It's been a good show.
1: I had fun, so thank you for that.
0: <laughs> well, I had a good time. You made me laugh. You have a beautiful smile if i'm ever in lake tahoe i'll look you and your husband up and we'll look us up know. we'll
1: take you uh, on a tour on a boat over the across the lake
0: oh, okay <laughs> that'd be awesome this is zuska light world famous fitness coach check out her z gym has a gazillion videos there from intermediate to specialist i'm john Edmonds cosma the ceo of bang productions